New York City was a stitch in time When I stood all I could of L.A. Batting up pieces of my tangled mind And digging something different every day, yeah Soon as I was better, I was moving on Getting it together, getting good and gone and by New ain't nothing but a state of mind Keeps a man from missing what he left behind I'll take anything that I can find Anyhow, anywhere, anywhere, anytime Welcome back, welcome back to the episode, to the podcast I appreciate it for everybody that keeps tuning in, the old episodes and even the new ones. I can't explain and I can't even thank enough for your support and the listens that you play. You know, I get from all walks of life. I get nurses that listen, people that work in construction that listen all over the motherfucking world. I thank you and I can't get enough. Um, what's been new? What's been new? Um, a lot. Um, this past weekend, I had a fantastic show at the comedy club here in Sacramento, California. Fantastic. Oh my God. Um, I only got a couple booze, but it's the process of what you do. And the work that you put in, you know, if you think you're going to go out there and expect everybody to clap at you, you're delusional. All right. You got to get negatives before you get positives. I had a fantastic five minutes. They gave me five. Usually I get three, two, probably two and a half, but I got five. And I had to improvise on the last three minutes. And, you know, I took my shirt off. And then, you know, people start laughing because I took my shirt off. So I don't know if they were just laughing at me because I was fat. Maybe. But as long as I'm getting laughs, that's the goddamn goal. You know. And after my five minutes, you know, I got applause. You know, people were whistling, saying congratulations. Oh, you're funny. You know, then what I usually do, I get off stage and I hit the bar. And then... I see a couple other comics chilling right there saying, hey, man, that was a good stage time. How did you come up with this? Is this real? Is the story with your parents and your mom and your family? Is that true? You know, I said a whole bunch of shit. I really can't recall what I exactly said because, again, I was improvising in the last three minutes. And we had a fantastic time at the bar with the other comics. I had a fantastic time. We all did. I'm not going to lie. After a few couple hours, you know, because usually I go on almost to last, probably like around 11 o'clock, 1130-ish, you know, all the regulars start early or, you know, guest spots, you know, probably 
you know, comics, you know, famous comics that just coming out of nowhere or or in town, they decide to, you know, pop up. So, you know, we get bumped down, something like that. But, you know, I started like around 1130 and ended probably like around 1135. And yeah, so like I was saying, I'm at the bar. I'm chilling with other comics. Um, the This special person and the reason why I call him special because we had turn of events we started off cool and then I ended up saving his life we're gonna call him Jeffy you know I don't want to say his real name but his name is Jeffy so after we all left the bar one of one of the comics Jeffy said, hey, I have a good spot where we're going to all chill. You know, it's by this bridge. You know, we can have a good scenery. We can keep drinking. We can keep smoking. We can keep doing drugs. So I decide, yeah, why not? Other comics said, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. So we all get in our cars. Half of these motherfuckers didn't have a car. So I took Jeffy and two other comics and these other comics went in their car and they took whoever was going to come with us. So as we get to the spot, you know, where we're going to chill or whatever, we all chill. We're all smoking. We're all drinking. Probably an hour, an hour and a half passes by. Then Jeffy says, hey, I'm going to go take a walk. You want to come with? And I said, yeah, man, sure. Why not? I got to take a piss anyway. So we're just walking and we're getting close to this bridge. And, you know, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm going to go take a piss running to this bush before we keep walking. And he says, all right, man, I'll meet you over here where I'm going to be walking. You'll probably see me after you're done taking a piss. So, you know, I take my piss and I get done and I see him walking. And then I see him climb over this ledge, over the bridge ledge. And then he lost it. He started crying. All I hear him say is, I'm done with comedy. Nobody sees me. Nobody wants to fucking laugh at my jokes. I'm tired of fucking fat whores. I'm tired. So I scream at the other comics. Hey, Jeffy's going to jump. Jeffy's going to jump. So everybody ran over. But I was the closest one to him. So I became a suicide, you know, Hostile negotiator talker. I don't know if I said it right, but it was close enough. So I start telling him, Jeffy, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm done. You only been here one night and you got more left than I ever did. And I'm tired of it. Fuck you. Fuck your jokes. I'm done. I'm done. So I tell him, no, bro, you don't have to end it. It's just one night. You can literally go back to the drawing board and recreate your craft. You don't have to jump, Jeffy. Don't jump. Probably we were there for 15 minutes. 
you know, and after 15 minutes, everybody kind of lost interest. So everybody was like, huh, is he going to jump or not? Like, you know, I got to be home like around 1 a.m. You know, I start getting bored, too. So I tell him I start getting a little bit irritated. I start telling him, dude, are you going to fucking jump or not? Are you going to jump or not? Now, everybody's over here just like, bro, jump if you're going to jump. Fuck. And, you know, I kind of agree with them. Like, who the fuck does that? Who the fuck just hangs around the ledge of a bridge and starts threatening themselves? If you're going to do it, commit to what you're going to do and do it. Okay? Don't be no pussy. Don't be an asshole. If you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. Because that's fucking ridiculous. All right? Fucking jump. So a few people left, and he looks back. The dude that's going to jump off the bridge. He looks back, and he sees that nobody really gives a fuck, at least any more of that span of time, that quick second of when people actually care. They didn't give a fuck anymore. So it was me and just a few other people. So, you know, I sneak up behind him and then I grab him. And then I beat him up. I beat his ass. But he was already crying before I even touched him. So me and some other comic, he was black. One of my other comics is a good friend of mine. You know, he renames the nameless. He told me to rename him nameless. So, but me and him beat the fuck out of him for, um, you know, for taking us to that spot, you know, to chill. But in reality, he wanted to kill himself. And, um, you know, we, we don't want to be a part of that shit. So me and the other comic beat his ass. We picked him up from the floor. We dust him off. We gave him a cigarette. We gave him a shot of vodka. We went back to the spot where we were chilling. And we resume the night. You know, some left, some stayed. I stayed. And, you know, Jeffy ordered a hooker. He said, thanks, guys, for not leaving me. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to order a hooker for us on me. Okay. BJ's on me. And this is the crazy part. This is where it gets crazy. All right. And remember, he said he only fucks fat broads. Nothing wrong with, you know, fat broads. But, you know, it just I just hate the way they breathe, you know, especially during sex. They sound like they're having an asthma attack. So you really can't tell if they're having an asthma attack or not. So, you know, Jeffy calls them up. You know, they come probably within 30 minutes or an hour. They come, they slide. Um, We're at the hangout spot and two of them came. You know, I don't know uh, how much money he put down, but the second fat bitch looked amazing. You know, she can I she reminded me of Adele. I'm not gonna lie. You know, but even though I hate white women, 
she reminded me of Adele. So when I was fucking the Adele lookalike plus size woman, um, I was fucking her in the backseat of my car. And those that do not know, I just got a brand new 2008 uh, Ford Fusion and I put Adele on. And then all I was hitting it from the back, just screaming, fucking you from the other side. And that was the best seven minutes of my life. Because, you know, when you're fucking a hooker, you do not want to spend 15, 30, 45 minutes fucking. A hooker is an in and out type of thing. 10 minutes or less. That's just my guess. But that's how I treat them. But that's how Jeffy wanted to repay us for saving his life off the ledge of a bridge. You know? And that was my first time meeting him that night. And don't get me wrong, he did a fantastic set. Some people, it was more booze than applause and laughs or whatever. But that is the good thing about comedy. You know, you want people to boo you. You want people to be like, oh, shit, here come, here he comes again. You, you, want, you want people, you know, you, wanna, you want people to remember you by a bad joke, you know. This is this is my best suggestions on people coming up on becoming, you know, a comedian or a stand up or an open micer say is do all your best jokes. They might be the baddest jokes, but when people come into that comedy club again to sit down and order their hors and drinks or whatever, and they see you, they're going to be like, oh, my God, there goes that guy with the bad joke. They remember you. They're remembering you. Even though it's a bad joke or not, they're, they're going to remember you. And guess what? As soon as you say a good joke, they're going to remember you more. All right. I just want to let that I just want to let everybody sink in, you know, sink that in. You know, I'm not right here, you know, trying to say that I'm a fucking guru of fucking comedy. I'm learning as I go. You know, I'm learning as I go. And I want to just let everybody know that. But um, I have good news. My technician is getting out of rehab in a couple of days. Um, I paid for his treatment, his cocaine addiction. Um, and I can't wait. I've been doing everything myself, editing and everything. But hey, he needs the help, okay? My technician is a drug addict. But I love him. All right, so leave a voicemail. Hit the bio on my on my Instagram. Uh, let me know what you guys think about his addiction. And yeah, but I have a voicemail. I have a call in. So we're going to hit that right now. Let's start with the call in, everybody. Sorry. Let's do, let, let's do that again. Hey, what's up? Uh, I hope I'm calling the right number this time. Because I left a dumbass voicemail uh, thinking it was the hotline for 
over the fit podcast, which I just started listening to, and that shit's funny as fuck. I, once again, I can't reiterate this enough. Like, I really hope I'm calling the right fucking numbers. I left some random motherfucker, I don't know, a man or a woman. I just said motherfucker, just like, it's like a Jane Doe, uh, fucking John Smith, John Doe. One of the, I don't fucking know. But, uh, if it is, like, that's the stuff. But yeah, I've been listening to your podcast, bro. We've been uh, communicating on Instagram and shit. You followed me one night, or I followed you. And I was drunk, and I was looking at your shit. And I was like, dude, this, seems, this one where seems cool. Like, you seem funny. Like, I podcast, you podcast us and stuff. Like, we're in together. And he listens to King in the Steam. So that's plus 10 right there. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I was listening to yours about the Michael Oxnard. Nard? Sorry if I butcher your name, bro. Because I know y'all be tapping in in fucking prison. I don't know how, but, like, that's cool as fuck you can do that. But, uh, yeah, Mike, you did it, bro, for a fact. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't fucking know. Hope you didn't do it, bro. He's not a good guy. Uh, you ever get out, bro? Uh, hen dog on me, baby. Hey, but I'm going to give you no fucking talk, bro. <laughs> like, your stuff, man, you're talking about that shit. just wild. Thank you again for the voicemail. I think he was from Texas. Um, That was a long-ass fucking voicemail. But I appreciate that you listen to the podcast, you listen to the episodes, and thank you for listening to the Oxnard interview. And yes, that was a real interview. He had a jail phone. He hides it up to his rectum. Um, How he got it, how he bought it, I do not know. But again... Thank you for listening, man. Thank you for being supportive of Over the Fence Podcast. And I can't thank you enough for being a listener. Um, Thank you guys for always hitting me up, inboxing me, and always showing support. And um, yeah, man, you know, that's what I just wanted to talk about this episode of what's been going on uh, with my uh, stand up and, you know, in that world and, you know, stuff like that. But Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for being supporters. I can't thank you guys enough. Like, for real, for real. Without you guys, this podcast ain't shit. But with that, like I say in every single episode, make sure she sucks your dick first before you fuck. Because you deserve the full package. And we are out. New York City was a stitch in time When I stood all I could of L.A. Batting up pieces of my tangled mind And digging something different every day, yeah Soon as I was better, I was moving on Getting it together, getting good and gone and by and strange New ain't nothing but a state of mind Keeps a man from missing what he left behind I'll take anything that I can find Anyhow, anywhere, anywhere, anytime I keep living till the day I die as long as I can get it up for one more try, bye, high, high.
strange. 